Hello and welcome to another edition of the You Tell Me What I Just Said podcast. I am Johnny the Outsider. She is the one, the only. So you're saying there's a chance or maybe, oh no, we suck again. The Luchador. What up, what up, what up? What up, what up, what up, indeed. Um, I forget if we, the last episode was, yeah, it was before the Met Fire in Canada, we fired Met Canada. Um, I know everyone wanted us probably to come out and say, oh, look how raw we were. Kenny came out through 260 yards, but as always, your boys are going to sit back and wait and wait, because obviously, I will never know now, but I, we got some takes on that. Uh, we have the Patriots game under our belt, the Arizona game under our belt now. Oof. A lot to talk about. Uh, it's a lot easier if we wait during this stretch rather than just put something out after every episode because obviously in the microcosm of things, like everyone wanted to say, oh yeah, we all the way back after Cincinnati. And now there's going to be a lot of people saying, well, if we had Kenny and We'll get into the breakdown of why that's such a stupid argument. But um, then we're going to jump into some Twitter etiquette. Um, <laughs> I, as the Lucidor Kato will be able to attest as we go through that segment, uh, there's a way to talk to one another, even in a crap talk, um, spouting 24-hour segment and how not to talk to each other in short form. And then we'll jump into the cold game and kind of talk about what we think the rest of the season looks like but yeah, uh yeah yeah for sure dude yeah dude, oh. yeah, well, dude. Well, hold on oh. dude hold on dude i don't know about that well, i should have saved that for, should have saved that for after um so uh, obviously kenny pickett goes out throws 260 yards after matt Cannon's fired um everyone's like hype jazz stoked beat the bangles Shove it in their faces, stupid cats. Bangles more like bungles. Kitty cat, <laughs> bungles. But uh, bungles, man. Escalator. They have an escalator there. I I would say the biggest takeaway for me is that Kenny Pickett, even throwing for two hundred and forty yards or sixty yards, whatever it was, still had zero touchdowns, uh, which was a big red flag for me. Um, it's really hard to have that many yards as a quarterback in this league and have zero touchdowns. And obviously, I was going to point to the Deontay quote-unquote drop or whatever. Um, mm, oh, a lot of yeah. people say, a lot of people are going to say, well, if Tobin throws a flag, but it's funny that they say that when the very next week the Cardinals had, I would say, even more clear-cut case for a catch mm -hmm. that, didn't, that was ruled not a catch challenge and still ruled not a catch. So, um, the only way that that's called a catch is, is Deontay doesn't. So, at, at the end of the day, I guess what I'm saying is he still doesn't have a touchdown. Um, and again, just throw for 260 yards in this league and not have a single touchdown is almost next to impossible. Um, I think we ended ended that game with one rushing touchdown from Najee and, and three field goals which is pretty par for the course for Kenny Pickett, even with Matt Canada. Um, 
So to me, like, I, I thought that was a, a lot of just desperate fans trying to cling to that Matt Canada was a problem. Uh, what say you? Oh, what say I about that game or after firing Canada? Is that what you want to hear? Yeah, I mean, can oh. I show you what you needed to no, see? No, not at all. I mean, it, it was nice to see him actually, like, moving the ball well. But again, if you're going to put up all those yards and still not score any touchdowns, of, uh, well, like, what's the point, I guess? I don't know. It looked okay. But then again, it was against the Cincinnati Bengals, who had, uh, what did I say, it was the worst defense in the league. So, yeah. I mean, like, what? I I don't even know what else to say, man. I'm not even going to say a lot about it. It's just another, you know, Kenny Pickett performance that kind of leaves you wanting more. Um, yeah, like it's just a, it was a very unmemorable game. Just the fact the only thing that was even great about it was it was uh, it was on the it was the aftermath of firing Matt Canada, and there was a slight glimmer, not even a glimmer of hope. It was just like, all right, we'll see what they 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 do different. We've got Mike Sullivan calling plays and Eddie Faulkner being promoted or was being as OT from here or from then on out. So I mean, it was a lot of unknown. It was okay, but. Still, the Bengals, man. They didn't even have Joe Burrow, and you, it was their backup quarterback, Jake Browning. Ever since Jake that Browning. game, he, I mean, he's I, been yeah. playing better, right? Like he's been playing better than Kenny Pickett. I mean, he already has more touchdowns than he does. For the, for I mean, I feel game. like I feel like that was a that was like a wake up game for that guy. He's like, "There's no way I lost to the Steelers team." Mm-hmm. So we all we did was light a fire under that guy's backside. Um, for context, the Bengals defense is giving up 22 points a game. So, like, again, it's the supposed rebirth of our offense, and we couldn't even hit their average points given up. Uh, they've given up 31 touchdowns at that point in the season. I think that was like 10 games in. So, I mean, they're averaging three touchdowns given up a game. Again, we got one in our supposed <laughs> offensive rebirth. Um, oh, oh, real quick, I will say that the running game was really good, though. Right. That was yeah. Wait, no, didn't you say I that? Mean, like... We we were on a good stretch with that run game. Um, yes. The running game. Let's see how much did we win. It was like four or five straight games where it was well over a hundred yards. Um, we ended that game with one fifty three. Uh, led by Najee this time instead of Jalen. I think the game before that, Jalen had. Uh, um like 123 yards or something. Was that the one where you so ripped, I, ripped that big one off for like 70 yards or something? Basically, what we're trying to say is a lot of the Steelers' offense this year has been remarkably pedestrian, if that. Yeah, yeah I mean, a lot of people want to point to the one... <coughs> Excuse me. A lot of people are trying to point to that, like, well, we didn't have any touchdowns because the running games were working so well. So why, why would we, uh, why would we throw, throw, try to throw for touchdowns? Well, making excuses. It's a passing league. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's plenty of teams that have a good running game and still have a passing touchdown. So I mean, that's why there's a cause for concern. It either says, "Hey, we don't trust Kenny Pickett in the red zone, so we're gonna pound the ball," which I can't say. But I don't blame him. Like again, mm-hmm. you and me have been beating this drum, and the irony is that 
uh, Trubisky, since coming in, has thrown two touchdowns in two games to Deontay Johnson. So say look into that what you will. Um, but we always say, like, Kenny needs to stop trying to force the ball to Deontay in the end zone because it never works out. I know he has one catch, but I would say they have way more drops. Um, they they definitely have way more drops together in the end zone than touchdowns, clearly, since he only has one touchdown pass from Kenny Pickett in 23 or 24 games. Yikes. Um, yeah. But that's that, that was my biggest takeaway is like they want to say that we had this offensive explosion, but obviously 16 points is hardly – I mean, I think that's what we're averaging per game right now as a team is 16 points. So this offensive rebirth, uh, rejuvenation, revival obviously only ended up with us at our season average. So that's why I didn't – take much stock into that like you said it felt good that kenny had so many yards but i i think somebody was trying to say he was a third rated quarterback by pff someone told me he was third highest rated quarterback he uh his his rating only beat out jake browning by 1.6 how did they even come up with that like the whole pff thing I think because he's completing I passes, I, you know, like completing five yards passes. Sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, but like, it's, it's no, just, like, it's, I mean, like, what do you hang your hat on? Like, oh, well, I completed 10 out of 15 passes and uh, it was 130 yards, but I was efficient. Like, it doesn't, like, so, <laughs> like, it, I mean, it's compa- like they're comparatively in the same game, Jake Browning had 227 yards, his pickets 278, but. Pickett was having 8.4 yards a pass. Browning was averaging 8.7. Browning had one touchdown. He had one interception. Um, so, like, I, I don't know how. I feel like there's too much. Because I think Browning's turnover was further down the field. So, I mean, you're not going to beat him with the head for that, especially mm-hmm. undrafted, coming off the bench, first game, starting. But... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think PFF. I think I've read somewhere it's like Chris Collinsworth, like started that thing, which is why you should never put any stock into it, anyways. Why anyone takes that guy as like the voice? Of... Oh, for real. Like football and analytics, but also he was a Bengal. So I mean, whether people want to admit it or not, sometimes there seems to be some bias. PFF the Steelers. Yeah. He he also had that creepy quote about uh when he was a quarter or wide receiver or quarterback, whatever it was, uh young underage girls like hitting on him <laughs> and he he didn't mind it. So Wow I mean, really right he said that? character flaw. Wow. Yeah, I read it. I read that quote. Creepy old bastard. Yeah, no. I mean um oh. wow. he, so like why anyone puts any stock into that guy? Um It just blows my mind why we're giving that guy's like PFF grades any any thought. But uh, all right, well, here, I'll read the quote. I'll read. I'll read the quote. Um, <laughs> he he says, "I like girls that aren't too bright because you can trick them a little." But um, this was was that the whole quote? 
but it was in reference to high school uh younger girls so again i i just like that was you dumb will. enough to like <laughs> this was it i like girls who aren't too bright whatever i said before he said high school girls love me like so anyways the point is chris collinsworth is a dope and he was dumb when he was young i don't see him being any smarter now so yeah. well he moved on from hey. hitting on high school chicks to sucking off tom brady and patrick mahomes every sunday yeah. I was gonna say he moved on from high school girls to NFL quarterback. So the vicious cycle. Everyone's. But uh, anyways, now that we went down that that, that uh, route, let's jump into the next game. Obviously, it's the Cardinals, two and ten team. Everyone thinks, all right, our offense is back, baby. Look at us. Look at us. Who'd have thought? Not me. Um, so obviously, we're gonna come in and like this curb stomp these vaunted cardinals and oh, uh no, no people were hyped and me and you we had, we had tweeted out a our conversation about it i i caught i called you the night before as i was getting dinner i go what do you think for this is gonna get happen here and you said we're gonna get embarrassed and that's sure as shit without fail Everyone just couldn't believe that the Steelers lost to the Cardinals. No one but you and me. Um, oh. oh, and shout out to Patrick Peterson at... for running his mouth again at the beginning of or oh, before yeah. that game, dude. The Patrick Peterson curse, or any 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 Steeler that goes on social media and talks about how it's going to be an easy game or there's tells or whatever, it, it's always it's always like bad news writing on the writing on the wall right there. It's like hey. This is going to be bad, but sorry. Continue, man. No, I I was going to say like, it, it, as soon as as soon as Pat P opens your mouth, you're like you know we're going to lose and it's going to be embarrassing. 49ers mm-hmm. game, 30, 30 to three or whatever it was, something stupid, yeah. Thirty to six. So he opened his mouth. Then I forget the other game it was probably the Texans game, talking about how we were going to curb stomp a rookie or something, and <laughs> they end up beating us thirty to ten or whatever it was. So. Anytime, anytime Pat P gives anyone's uh, bulletin board material, just know it's going to be embarrassing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Stat-wise, Kyler Murray, nothing impressive. 13 for 23, 145 yards, one touchdown. James Conner, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Trey McBride, the tight end, which is our Achilles Hill. We've beaten that pot- that dead horse on this podcast numerous of times. If you want to beat the Steelers, just throw it to your running back or tight end. Uh, eight catches, 89 yards, one touchdown. Uh, no other receiver really did anything. Um, his leading receiver is Elijah Higgins, one catch, 21 yards. So, um, honestly, like this is why I, <laughs> this is this is why, this is why I don't understand ratings because Mitch Trubisky, 11 for 1717 yards, 6.9 average, one touchdown. His QBI is 24.3. Can he pick it before he got hurt? It was 7 for 10, 70 yards. Uh, a QBR of 48.1. So how he has a higher QBR with less yards. I mean, the average, it, based on the average, if they threw, if Kenny threw it four more times, he would have had two more yards, but no touchdowns. But somehow 
that puts him at a higher QBR. But then Mitch Trubisky's rating is 104.3 and Kenny's is 89.6. So that's why it, that's why like if you're coming at me with PFF grades, like miss miss me with that because I I it doesn't make any sense to me. But the point being is everyone everyone after this game said if Pickett wouldn't have got hurt, we would have won this game. And I just told you, Mitch Trubisky in the second half of play had more yards, a touchdown. Can you pick it? Of course, had no touchdowns because he was on a four. This would have been his fifth game without a touchdown. Uh, obviously, the controversial play was the play he got hurt. Calvin Austin wide open. Uh, oh, God. Doesn't even look his way. Uh, we got into this with someone on Twitter. Supposedly, he wasn't in the read. He was just used to see if they were in man. But he wasn't a part I, of the progressions, John. He didn't look. He just, he didn't look left, or whatever they were trying I, to say. Yeah. Like it was just a, like I don't know. Uh, 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 um, like uh, Kenny being as old as he is, I'll just I'll just say this part real quick. As old as he is. Like, do you think he he had time, right? Like, he had time in the pocket, but he panicked because he thought Chooks was beaten, but Chooks... Uh, no, Broderick Jones. Yeah, Broderick was beaten, but Broderick reco- recovered, you know, quickly. Yeah, Broderick did a good job of recovering, getting the guy pushed back. Uh, so he had him covered. There was a double team to his left. The, uh, the guy is single blocking. Uh, his guy fell down. So if Kenny steps into the pocket, he has time to look left. Um, uh, uh, he has time to look left, but instead of stepping into the pocket, planting his feet and looking, he takes one quick look at Najee because that's his go-to is to dump the ball off. It's his favorite move in, in his arsenal. Uh, it should be noted that the other two players on the right side just run straight ahead into their defenders so they're not wide open. Uh Sees Najee is about to get, he he could throw it to him, but he's going to get stopped for a loss if he doesn't break the tackle. And Najee doesn't have breaking speed, even if he does break the tackle. So most likely they're going to catch up. So Kenny does what Kenny does. He panics and takes off. And this is the play where he hurts his ankle. Um, I I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you're you were saying he's an older quarterback for a second year guy, and we've touched on this before. Is because he's older, it means he's played more football. He doesn't. He should be able to read some of these things quicker because he's been doing this longer, and it's just not happening for him. Um. And I, I feel like it really set the tone when we went far in fourth and one and got smacked in the mouth. I think after that, the Cardinals just had all the momentum. Yeah, and it's not like the Cardinals were doing anything extraordinary to beat us. Like you had mentioned it before, um, but a way to beat the Steelers is just, what was it, like, don't, <laughs> like, use your run game and just, just make the easy passes. Like the Steelers can't catch up, like you, they, 
like I said, Kyler Murray wasn't doing anything ex exceptionally wild. Like I mean, he would he would uh, leave the pocket and kind of scramble a bit and use his legs, you know, converting down, you know, moving the ball up the field. But it wasn't anything that blew your hair back. <laughs> I mean, again, he had 145 yards, one touchdown. James Conner had 105 yards, two touchdowns. So, yeah. I mean, James Conner came back and ran it down our throats. That doesn't scream to you like a dominant like victory, but mm -hmm. even even with those stats, they still had twenty four points. Something we haven't sniffed this season. I think we had twenty two against the Packers, but uh, we had twenty three against the Raiders. I guess we had twenty six against the Browns, but that was two defensive touchdowns. So obviously, right. uh, we had twenty four against the Rams. Uh, that was. That was a wacky game for them to give Kenny the first down, but we're not going to complain about that because we won that game the way we thought we would. Yeah, but, yeah. I, which <laughs> is a completely fair thing. Cooper Cup's back. Puka mm -hmm. Kua goes for 154 yards. So, um, again, another game. <laughs> Kenny Pickett has 230 yards and no touchdowns. So. Uh, <laughs> Just really, this this mind boggling. He had a rushing touchdown, I guess, but he had eight. Kenny Pickett had eight carries, zero yards, one rushing touchdown. Like, <laughs> that's like the most Kenny Pickett stat I've ever heard. It's almost as good so, as Jerome Bettis's stat line in that one game. It was like five carries, one yard, three touchdowns, or something ridiculous. That's a, that's a, a legendary Hall of Fame game. Um, but uh, no, I, the uh, the big story from this game was Deontay celebrating his touch one touchdown catch, uh, with five minutes left, down ten to twenty four. Um, some people try to make it into racing. Some people try to make it into uh, T.J. Watt celebrates a sack. Why can't he celebrate a touchdown? Different points the point of the game. Is, uh, well, I was gonna say the point is like one of them is like right after a play, everyone's getting reset anyways. Um, you're trying to hype your players up on defense, like what it's like almost like a battle cry. Um, so when Highsmith and Benton and them see you celebrating, like gets them hyped, one of them's a Hey, I'm the only one here, and the defense is getting the ball now, and they obviously don't like us, anyways. As we'll get into with the Minka stuff after the last game, so uh, obviously there's well, we'll get into that as well. It's just a very not able to read the room situation. Like Very Chase Claypool-esque. If if uh the defense would have got a pick six and ran down there and celebrated ten to twenty-four, like I would say the same thing about them. Like, cool, you guys decided to show up with five minutes left in the game, but it's like five minutes uh fifty-five minutes too late. Mm. <laughs> but obviously that didn't happen, so and it's just 
the, I think the other thing to add to the Deontay thing is it was came the game after he had a fumble and gave up. Like the start of the play, he was just walking. He didn't even make contact with the guy he's supposed to block. And then there's a fumble and he's still just walking around as everybody's running the other way. Mm-hmm. Like his excuse was, oh, I didn't see it, but you played enough football enough. Everybody's running the other way. There's a good chance the defense has the ball. And it's not a scramble drill and now she's running 40 yards behind the line of scrimmage to uh, try and set up a basically punt return and hope to get to the touchdown. So uh, it was just, I, I would say that that was kind of the biggest knock is you had the fumble the week before, the drop touchdown, not touchdown, whatever. If he comes down with it, it's a touchdown, but because the ball comes out, it's a drop. Um it was just yeah, just back to back boneheaded weeks for that guy. Um, but yeah, I, I obviously the sky is falling at this point. Kenny's hurt. Uh, but you have all the picket defenders coming out saying we would have won the game if we played because all Kenny does is win games supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> um. He, he lost four four games <laughs> besides that one, but um. Besides the point, again, <laughs> I, I, I feel like Tomlin, everyone in the building knew we were going to run the ball on that fourth and one, and I I feel like he could have really set the tone if he would have just brought Trubisky off the bench cold, did a play action, nobody would have expected it. Obviously, he's not calling the plays, but like he could have told the offensive coordinator what he wanted there, and... I mean, I guess our run game was decent. We had 130 yards that game. Um, but we also only had three points at that half, that point. So, like, kind of got to – either that or you should have done a quarterback sneak. That's what we did with Trubisky against the Patriots, and it worked. But it, it just felt like we were going to get punched in the mouth on that play. We did, and then the Cardinals go 99 yards for a touchdown. I really think that this kind of said everything there was to say about this team. Um, and it says a lot about the coaching that uh, Jalen Warren comes out and says um, they weren't prepared. They were taking the team lightly. And you and me have said this all the time about Tomlin. He never has his teams ready for, for these games. No, doesn't, no, doesn't matter if this season black. doesn't matter if he had Ben and AB and Le'Veon Bell he just never had his teams ready for these games they never show up for these games mm-hmm. and he used to he used to have the players that could overcome that obviously now we don't have that and I I, I, I don't know how people were surprised this was going to be the outcome um but it was very apparent after coming off a high the week before that everyone was going to fail to show up for this game. Yeah. It wasn't really a surprise, man. It's always the same old story. Yeah. Um... I mean, the, the blueprint to beat the Steelers is simple. It's just don't turn the ball over. I mean, that's right. really what it comes down to. Oh, I forgot the other... As I was scrolling down... Down, uh, I forgot the other highlight to this game was uh, this was the Mason Cole coming out game. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> kept snapping the ball into the quarterback's ankles or tried to snap it over their head. Um, I forgot, I, I forgot, I about said 
the narrative of Trubisky turned the ball over and us losing should shouldn't exist after this game, but he technically had the fumble because of the snap. And so everyone blamed him for that one, of course. Yeah. But Kenny would have Kenny would have let that ball get away from him. I I, I yeah. Learn how to snap the ball, man. <laughs> like you're a, a NFL center and you're still doing this shit. I mean, come on. Uh, sh- shout out to us last year who said signing other teams sloppy seconds, it wasn't going to work out for us. And a lot of people wanted to point to last year as, see, Mason Cole's good. They just didn't know what they had. Well, I think it's safe to say that we were right at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I just remember last year we were like, oh, we were just genuinely surprised every time he had a decent performance. But again, when you think about it in context, like like he was replacing Kendrick Green at center, but we all know that Kendrick Green looked like a phenomenal guard at te- in Texas. So that that whole I thing's mean, a mess, man. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Dotson's like the highest what highest rated guard Good in the guard, NFL. Yeah. Yep. We shouldn't have hired Pat Meyer, but I mean, if you want to hear us bitch about that for several weeks, just go back in our library and listen to anything. Any any of the other I can talk any of the other yeah. episodes you know go go back and listen to our freezing cold takes that have never come true yeah 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 that's right we don't know what we're talking about <laughs> and like you guys are idiots <laughs> terrible takes like no dude freezing we've been cold. right every every single freaking time about everything so, but whatever yeah. the beauty of having a podcast is we can go back and find every single example of everything that we said was going to happen and has come true yeah. And it wasn't, it's not hard to see. You just got to actually watch this team for the past decade. And it's, it's been riding on the wall. But uh, jump into the next game Patriots. So it's going to be our bounce back game. Tomlin got called out for not having his players prepared. So surely they're going to show up for the two and 10 Patriots. Bit Bailey's happy. And fast forward, our defense gives up 21 points in the first half. Um, Somebody must have had a hell of a pep talk. Uh, I think they only gave up 84 yards in the second half. But this offense, uh, as Matt Canada so kindly pointed out when he was here, and it's clear that it's still the same after he left, is not built to come back from large deficits. And we were not able to overcome the 21 first half, and we lost 21 to 18. Uh, obviously the big story is, look, if Kenny was playing, we don't lose this game. He doesn't throw interceptions. Um, <laughs> and as I went through with my new Twitter friend, Mike Meg, uh, Trubisky had as many, he had the same completion percentage. He actually averaged 30 more yards than uh, Kenny. Kenny's averaging 0.58 touchdowns a game. Kenny got or Trubisky had one, so obviously he beat that average. Uh, technically, he had two touchdowns because he had a rushing. So this, I think, the biggest takeaway if you're looking at the offense, Trubisky was our leading rusher, which is never a good sign when it, the leading rusher isn't Lamar Jackson. Uh, you never want your quarterback to be your leading rusher. 
obviously, again, the Patriots are averaging, I think, 15 points a game, 16, somewhere around there, and they score 21 well over their average with Bailey Zappi, who the Patriots in the last three games was something like six points, seven points, zero points. So the fact they go out and score 21 on us after that being their last three games clearly speaks to Tomlin or somebody probably was just hyping the boys up like these guys can't score. We're going to have our way with them. And they come out flat in the first half like always. Uh, everyone's going to say, well, Trubisky threw an interception. That's why we lost. Um, but the Patriots threw an interception and we got the ball in their their side of the field. And it's weird. The Patriots apparently didn't get the memo. If you throw an interception, if you throw an interception, you have to give up a touchdown because they actually gave up zero points. So, uh, Well, can I add something to that real quick? Um, yeah, go for it. Uh, and, and this is just going to be kind of obvious, but like, okay, so, you know, uh, last game, was it? What happened to that? Well, like, hear me? Yeah, it's failure. Okay, for some reason, my computer went uh, apeshit there. Anyway, so last game, who was the tight end that destroyed us? Like, something McBride, right? Yeah. So, like, you, you think if you're, like, going into the next week's preparations, you're like, oh, man, we probably shouldn't let tight ends, you know, keep on us. And I think we were down a linebacker against the Patriots, but regardless, it doesn't matter who's out there. Your defensive-minded coach, your head coach, Mike Tomlin, and your defensive coordinator, the great Terrell Austin, probably shouldn't let the tight end whoop our ass. And Hunter Henry, it was on his birthday, had, what, two touchdowns? Like, yeah, two touchdowns. Three catches, two touchdowns. So. And that freaking, like, Joe Montana throw to Hunter Henry where, what was it, DeMonte Casey was leaping in the air like Air Jordan and trying to swat the ball, but <laughs> ended up getting mossed by a tight end. Yeah. <sighs> and safety getting, yeah. What is that? Um. Like and like going back to what you're saying, like how is Tomlin not prepared for this? Or maybe he was. Maybe was, yeah. maybe our players aren't that great. You know, maybe maybe Demonte Casey was a a bad signing because he showed out, showed up and showed out in the first year. But the second year, I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. Like it's just embarrassing to be again, like, again, be just throttled by a tight end, especially a, a New England tight end, because that's. That's just like a, a great story that Pittsburgh Steelers hold dear to their heart that they can't let it go and they just like like it happening, you know. History. What was the Steel- history again with that? That there was the game, <clears throat> the game that when, when we lost, there was oh, oh yeah, never mind. It was the two lost the two two and ten. There, there's never been a team over five hundred that had lost the two teams that were like two hundred. Or two and ten, whatever abysmal. Yeah. So basically, history we're always on the always on the wrong yeah. side of history. Yep. Every single time. So not only again, like I've said it a million times before, but if you want a bounce back game or a breaking out game or whatever, get right game. That's the Pittsburgh Steelers, baby. You circle that game on your calendar on your schedule. Bailey Zappi looked like a a freaking hall of famer out well maybe not hall of famer but still above and above the average quarterback maybe i don't even remember the plays a i mean he had, he has three touchdowns in one game something i think that was like the first great. time he's ever had that right yeah they were like it was like but, the most passing touchdowns the steelers have given up in the first quarter or some something or the first half first half 
Yeah. Like, why, why does Tomlin allow this? I mean, if he's such a great coach, you think you'd be more prepared than that. But, I mean, it's whatever, baby. You know? It's all right. We're throwing TJ, TJ Watt back out there after getting his chin checked by uh, Ezekiel Elliott, the knee to the right to the face. Obviously, you can clearly tell he's messed up, and they could throw him back out there with a visor. And then I guess he made a comment today, like, well, I, I always have a visor on uh, during points of warm-up, so it wasn't a big deal. We'll just leave it at that. Like, it's another storyline that's coming out of this game. It's just another okay. another coaching uh, a coaching blunder. Uh, Whatever. For context, how bad this Patriots offense is, um, the Chargers currently are down 35 to nothing to the Raiders. Holy so the shit. fact that the the fact that the Patriots couldn't score a single point against this defense and then goes out and scores twenty one against us, um, really speaks volume about our coaching, about our players. Like, again, our average is sixteen. Mitch put up eighteen. I'm going to say Mitch put up eighteen because again, our running game was led by him and our passing game was led by him. So I don't know. Um, we will, Everyone think you just gotta quit with that that narrative, John. Kenny Pickett would have came off with a, a boot on his ankle and would have won that game, bro. Kenny would have won this game with a broken freaking neck, Kurt Angle style, baby. Yeah, he all he have. does is win. All he does is win. Instant, instant win. Playing the Kenny Pickett card like a Yu Gi Oh. Fell into my trap card. It's Kenny Pickett. Right. Go off on the yeah. rails there, being a freaking dork. But yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, brother. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. Look, I'll, everyone thinks I'm talking about Trubisky should be the starter. He's this and that. All I'm saying is he's a backup quarterback. If if you ask any team what they expect of their backup quarterback, it's just give you decent production. He gave you your starter's production and you lost. I don't know what else to tell you. His stats were the same besides the interception, but the two touchdowns kind of makes that negated. Um, because Kenny wouldn't have thrown any. He hasn't in four weeks. Would have been five after the Cardinals game and would have been six after this game. Um, Kenny Kenny does not do well if we don't have a running game. Plain and simple. And again, Trubisky being the leading rusher with 30 yards kind of tells you where a run game was at. <laughs> so Is this, Was this I'm, the game that George Pickens threw a tantrum to? Yeah. He like unbuckled his chin strap and like basically almost fell to his knees in the end zone. Um, now he did come out with that interesting quote that he's like, "How am I supposed to do anything when all I do is run in three, three and five yard routes?" So, um, I I don't know if the frustration was with the quarterback. It was with him having to just run the same three and five yard routes. Uh, but. I mean, there was a clear lack of effort from him this game running running those three and five yard routes. Um, maybe if he runs them harder, uh, he has better success. Like, I I I don't blame him for being frustrated with the routes, but you still gotta uh, run those routes and pl- play them through. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else to say. Like, I get the guy's frustration, but like at the same time, you're being a detriment to yourself. It's kind of a catch twenty two here. 
Yeah, he's definitely uh, not doing it himself any favors by who he is. But we're all we're all asked to do things by our bosses, and sometimes we don't always agree with them. But you're asked to do them, so you do them to the best of your ability and hope something good comes out of it. That's 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 all. That's all I'm asking you, Pickens. I, you have every right to be frustrated with the JV high school schemes, but you you're also a professional football player, so you you gotta you gotta do this. Play to the best of your abilities. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Um, he was known last year for all these pancake blocks and running. Uh, he also had a play where he just kind of walked into the defender. So like, I don't know what to tell you. You're still getting paid a lot of money to play football. So, but I mean that comes to the coaching. Like he he can Tomlin can say that pull him, bench his ass. Like if he's gonna go out there and put in, I don't know. Boykins or something. But I, I know it's Ayo, but you might as well put somebody <laughs> in there that's going to give you 110%, even if he sucks. Throw in, throw in Allen getting... Robinson, even though he's terrible. Why not, man? Paid him a lot of money. Uh, I, uh, anything at this point. Get crazy with it. Have fun with it. Man, I don't... <laughs> I'm befuddled how... The Raiders, sorry, I know I'm going to have track, but it's just, it's hard talking about this team all the time. But <laughs> somehow, somehow the Raiders are winning 42 to nothing at halftime. Holy hell, who's the quarterback? Uh, one okay, kid, right? so, so Easton Stick, the rookie, has one oh. fumble. Josh, <laughs> Joshua Kelly has one fumble. Darius Davis has one fumble. Uh, Gerald Everett had a fumble, but, but didn't lose it. But are those all Raiders players? I I'm, I don't know any of the Raiders. No, the, 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 these are all Charger players with fumbles. Oh, so. Jesus apparently, Christ. Apparently, there's fumbling the ball at really inopportune times. But uh, Wait, so Easton Stick is a quarterback for the Chargers? Yep. Uh, no idea who he is. He, he, uh, he played at North Dakota State University. Yeah. But who's the who's the quarterback for the Raiders right now? Aiden O'Connell. Oh my God! How many passing That's touchdowns great... does he have? Four passing touchdowns. Holy sh! Uh, and you guys are defending yeah. Kenny Pickett. I mean, I'm sure the Raiders. I, I, oh my God! I don't know who who's the offensive coordinator for the Raiders. Let's just go, let's just go down this rabbit hole and let's just let's just you know, dig into this. Yeah. Let's just see. Uh, Raiders offensive. Because I know they have like an interim head coach right now, right? Yeah. So they're so uh, they're. Bo Hardegree. Bo Hardegree is the offensive coordinator. Yeah. Uh, uh, offensive coordinator Bo Hardegree. Um. Yeah, look. Apparently. Apparently, he started in week nine, so they got rid of. Josh McDaniels and brought this guy in too. Oh my god. Um <laughs> uh, okay, so some dude that they just brought in. Like, using the same playbook. Yeah, I get it, but like this guy's actually calling plays at work. Probably I mean opportune times with with a interim head coach. 
with a rookie quarterback, not named Kenny Pickett, making this guy look prime Tom Brady. What say you, Steeler fans, that defend Kenny Pickett? I mean, just look across the league with all the backup quarterbacks that are starting. Danny DeVito or whatever, Tommy DeVito in New York. Looking like uh like he's saving the Giants. Maybe I could be wrong, but I just hear his name a lot and and probably for good reason. Jake Brown. I mean, he has a three put t- touchdown passing game too, so something Kenny Pickett hasn't even sniffed. Uh, how many multiple touchdown games has Kenny had? Two out of twenty some so, yeah. starts? Like I think so. I mean I you might have one where he had one passing touchdown, one rushing. I don't know if we're counting those or not, but no. Yeah, you're probably yeah. Does we'll, pass it. We'll count whatever. But, I I guess in con in t- context of this, we're just going by Aiden O'Connell four passing touchdowns and Tommy DeVito three passing touchdowns, Bailey Zappi three passing touchdowns. And so, um, like scheme or not, man, like dude, like you have said before, like any model will do something, man. But obviously he's. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I guess that this beats further into my point. The Charger defense gave up zero points to the Patriots, and they gave up forty-two to the Raiders. So, uh, what? There's no excuse why we should have gave up twenty-one to them in the first half. At some point, it's up to the coach and those players to have pride, and uh, it just comes from top-down leadership. So, Man, but but all of you guys know that, though, right? You guys. We're willing to point the finger at the coach, right? I mean, <laughs> well, I guess I guess that's a good segue because, um, uh, obviously, there's this Billy Hartford and Hartford, uh, Billy Sharp, Hartford, Hartford War Whalers or whatever, whatever that old Canadian football team was, um. He, he he had come out and said some stuff. I, I don't remember what the original tweet was, but I said, well, when you have a losing culture, I mean, what do you expect? And oh, yeah. This is when the classic, Tom Luth never had a losing season. Well, he posted that picture, and then he said, losing culture, huh? And I was very kind in the way I explained to him that... Uh, no one gives a shit about your no losing seasons when you haven't had a playoff win in six years. Ain't nobody giving high fives in the locker room when they finish nine and eight and miss the playoffs or get beat embarrassingly in the playoffs and have to go home and look like a one in 15 team. Your no losing season only matters in context of are you winning playoff games? Do you look like you belong? With the cream of the crop, uh, the cream always rises. The cream always rises. Yeah, and uh, clearly go, we, we have uh, not rose at all anywhere near the top. Um, Look like a lumpy turd. Even when we well, those float. Uh, so that would be an improvement over this team. Oh, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I kindly explained it. I said, you're no losing season doesn't mean jack shit because you're no different when you finish 9-8 than 8 or 9. Um, you're no different when you go to the playoffs and get blown out by your little brother, the Browns, and now we have to hear about their Super Bowl win uh, for the foreseeable future. 
because this team is not winning a playoff game in the foreseeable future. So we get to listen to them brag about how they now have a playoff win, something we haven't done in six years. So, uh, yeah, I kindly put it to him that way. <laughs> he responded and then blocked me before I had a chance to respond. Fortunately, the luchador kid here was able to see the tweet and tell him what I would have said had he not blocked me. And then he blocked my friend, the luchador kid. Um, oh, oh, so that's why, so that's why George Pickens just throws a tantrum or whatever, because he does that a lot. He's like, oh, so because of that, blah, 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 like, what are, are you, you're already, you're trying to make an argument with somebody and then you block them. It's very childish, but all right, I get this. No, so uh, two points here. Uh, again, if you're still hanging your hat on all Kenny does is win football games and time with them have a losing season, then you're clearly not smart enough to have an intelligent football discussion. Uh, if you cannot see why both those statements are asinine, um, Kennedy does not just win football games. He gets carried for three and a half quarters and is blessed by the other team having the worst football game. Uh, clearly, because Jake Browning, since he played us, has put up, I think, 30 points in both games he's played since us. So clearly he had the worst football game of his career so far. Uh, so let's see here. Yeah. 34 points in back-to-back weeks. So uh, p- please don't tell me Kenny just wins football games when uh, Jake Browning is putting up 34 points in back-to-back weeks. Uh, clearly Kenny Pickett is just doing enough to not lose football games, not win them, and just hope the other team shoots themselves. Uh, there's plenty of examples of that this year. The Ravens, uh, the Browns, the first week we played them. Uh, so we should technically be 0-2 to them. And again, this is just on the narrative that all Kenny does is win. Uh, I don't care if it says W. That is not a Kenny win. That is a team win. Uh, mostly a defensive win. And Kenny just hanging in there. Hopefully the run game shows up, which they did against the uh, Browns or the Bengals when Jake Browning was having his worst game of his career. Uh, same thing with the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's just throwing interceptions in the end zone. Um, receivers dropping balls. Uh, what's another game? Uh, uh, Jordan Love looked like a stud last several weeks besides maybe last week. I didn't really get to watch that game, but Clearly him throwing interceptions against us. Again, when he was driving down the field, we would have lost that game. So the Kenny just wins. It's just a stupid argument. Uh, Secondly, the time of never losing season doesn't mean anything when you've never won anything of substance. Uh, Again, that Super Bowl was what? 15 years ago? Mm -hmm. 16, 15? Um, Since then... Uh, let me see something real quick. Tomlin's playoff record. Tomlin's what? It's like three. I don't even know. I don't even know. Three wins since the Super Bowl. Uh, he's eight and nine. Um, a losing postseason record. For a guy that's never had a losing season, I don't know how you hang your hat on an eight nine postseason record. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Let's look up Andy Reid. Twenty-two and sixteen. 
Uh, let's see another one of his contemporaries. I, I wouldn't even use Bill Belichick because that seems like it's not even fair. Tony Dungy. Let's see what his playoff record was. He was another one that struggled in the postseason. Obviously, his teams were more of a regular season. But he does have a Super Bowl. Well, that can't be right. It says Tony Dungy had a record of three and one in the playoffs. That must be his uh, playing career. Possibly. <laughs> so he was nine and ten. He was another one. But I mean, I I would say he built his team. Obviously, he didn't come in and just win one with somebody else's team. So. Oh, you can't say that, man. Can't say that. Can't say that at all. Losing culture. He, he wanted. In... Why not? Well, and he didn't exactly come to a team with a winning culture either. Jeez, the Colts. The reason I didn't watch football growing up because my dad was a Lions fan and the Colts. I never heard anyone talk about the Colts living in Indiana. Yeah. yeah oh, man. was until Travis Mosley decided he was going to be a douchebag. <laughs> um, let's see here. Who's another contemporary coach? Uh, let's, uh, John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is eleven and nine. So our rivals head coach, who has been doing this less time, has a postseason record of eleven and nine. So yeah, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how you hang your hat on no losing seasons, but a guy who's been doing it less time than you is at eleven and nine, you're at eight and nine, and most of your wins came off the Bill Cowher guys. Man, so, it's not. It's not like his postseason wins were that impressive. After the Super Bowl, what was it against the Bengals, I mean, the Dolphins? That was probably the only good one. But that the was Bengals against... who the Bengals who fumbled the game away, and then Burfett and Pacman decided to get two of the stupidest penalties you could get, and hand wrapped us the game. But to be fair, uh, Jalen Samuels uh, then proceeded to. Uh, pay that back in full by fumbling the ball to the Broncos and letting broken neck Peyton Manning march down the field and beat us. So, oh, yeah, it was Jalen Samuels, right? That fumbled it. No, it was uh, Todman, I think it was Todman, Jonathan Todman. I think that was his name. John, I think it was he was, uh, yeah, because Le'Veon Bell got hurt before that, right. Yes, and uh, AB got hurt in the the Bengals game. Yeah, I could be. I'm trying to think of his name. Jordan Todman, right? Uh, I'm looking up real quick. Hey yo, uh, let's see. Yeah, it must have been Jordan Todman. No, Fitzgerald Toussaint. That's who. That's who it is. Sorry, Jalen Samuels. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, you know, you know, that that would have been impressive if we could have pulled it off without Le'Veon Bell and AB. But no, we almost did. We almost did. I just remember the play where Peyton Manning fell to the ground, or he was giving himself up, and then he stood back up real quick and proceeded to <laughs> right. He was like, it. he was like, oh shit, I better give myself up. They're gonna get me, and then no one came near him, and he got up. Yeah, and yeah. 
That crap. I remember us losing to the uh, Ravens in the wild card game. Right? That was, yeah, yeah, it was wild card. It was like, I think it was a Justin Tucker field goal that won them the game. I remember it weren't that playoff game. Let's see. The Ravens. Positive yeah, we're in your uh, apartment. So the last time we played the Raven, they Ravens, they beat us. Uh, like eighteen, sixteen, or something like that. I don't think it was a very high scoring game. No, the, the Ravens beat us seventeen thirty. Really? Uh, what about? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, in the playoffs. Or, or, so here, here's all of our recent playoffs. 2021, we lost 21-42 to the Chiefs. Uh, 2020-37-48 to the Browns. 2017-42-45 uh, Jaguars. Uh, 2016 was the year we beat the Chiefs 18-16. Dolphins 30-12, then lost 17-36 to the Patriots. 2015 was the year that we beat the Bengals 18-16, lost 16-23 to the Broncos. 2014 lost 17 to 30. Uh, 2011 was the famous Tim Tebow Demarius Thomas game, uh, which I had called from the couch at Derek's house. <laughs> oh man, uh, I just remember looking at you like, "Is it over?" And you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Overtime, uh, sudden death. That's how that works. <laughs> well, then so. they changed the rule later on where both teams would play. But whatever it is. <laughs> what was the game then that we watched at, at your place where it was the Ravens? And I, what, you have to win to get into the playoffs? It must have been, yeah. It must have been a win to get in. Was that at my place or was it? Was, was that at my place or was that at B Dubs? Well, the, we watched the Patriots smoke us at B Dubs. I remember that. And I know, but, I know. We, we watched a Colts game where we had to win to get in, and the Colts just beat the snot out of us. And your best friend, he's your best friend, Vanny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, kind of, my God. oh, how about them Steelers? <laughs> oh my God, dude, he would not let up. No, we watched no. this Raven game at uh, that Raven game at your place because it was. I think after what were we do? I don't even remember. I think we were trying to buy tickets for something, but yeah. Well, it, it could have been twenty. It could have been twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, because we didn't make the playoffs then. So it could have been any one of those seasons. Um, it could have been twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. I mean, I don't even. Hey, I don't know. I just remember being disappointed. But that's yeah. That's where we've grown uh, accustomed. I mean. Being disappointed and being a Steeler fan, name a more iconic duo, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, we haven't won a playoff game since 2016. Um, obviously, every playoff game since then, we've been to three playoffs since then. Uh, the 42 45 loss to the Jaguars, obviously, at home with the Killer Bees, 
Um, were we the one seed that year? I, I think we were because we were all. It was. I think we were. Yeah, we were coming off a of bye week. Yeah, and yeah, we so, were there. We're freezing our asses off, and <laughs> it snowed the day before. Then it was like a snow rain in the stands. Uh, I remember buying thermal steeler socks and being like, "All right, this, that was the year we got the uh, Karma T-shirts." When uh, yeah. Juju laid out Vontaze. Uh we went to the the Steeler hype parade the day before. They had the killer gun or ACDC cover band. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I forgot about this. Franco Harris. Guitars. Wasn't it Franco Harris? Got, yeah, Franco uh, Harris. And Franco Tony Harris came out and gave like a pep talk, and yeah, that um, was dope. It was crazy seeing him in person. Like so just like, the aura, you know. Yeah, no, everyone's like, "Oh, look, it's your brother up there." Man, hundred percent. I I've been. I just got told recently that. Again, uh, you look like Franco Harris. Like, thanks. I appreciate that because he was a stud muffin. But yeah, I, no, that, uh, what's that? No, no, I was going to say, yeah, that guy, the guy was the, the whole package. Oh, Killer football player, package. stud off the field. Yeah, yeah. Franco's army, man. Like, he, had he was a total package before Lex Luger. Facts, fact, man. But another tidbit about that game that I remember so fondly. Was our favorite safety of all time? No, not Troy Polamalu. Mike Mitchell was running yeah. his mouth, <laughs> running oh, his yeah. mouth, dude. Lurk gang or whatever stupid thing he tried to start. Lurk gang. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. And then, uh, uh, yeah, dude. Todd Haley or whoever's stupid idea it was was to run like a jet sweep or a screen on fourth and whatever. Oh, I remember you were so pissed that we were in the stands and we were like, what What are you doing? <laughs> like, oh my God. And then Ben doing his late game heroics and yeah, we, we ended it. up leaving. We ended up leaving because we wanted to beat the traffic kit back home and we were like listening on the radio and it's like, ah, oh, the Steelers scored a touchdown. Dur, dur, dur. <laughs> They're like, oh shit. Did we, did we mess up? But of course we didn't. It would have been worse having sit there and in traffic having us within a field goal i think oh. when we left we were down 10 points or something but yeah it was rough man it was rough but yeah that's just the way it is being a steeler fan knowing that the that will come out flat in playoff games chiefs that game yeah. uh tj watt scooping up the fumble and returning it l a certain somebody that who would not be named on this podcast today, but maybe later on, was like, "Oh, we all had hope. I had so much hope in this play." And me and you were just like, "Oh shit, here we go." Yep. That Patrick Mahomes put on his big boy pants and just ripped us apart. And woke up a sleeping giant. Yep. And then the Browns. Ooh, started off with a Marquise Pouncey botch snap. Nobody could recover it for some reason. Nobody. But to fall on top of it. I mean, let's just pick it up. What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? Just to get embarrassed by Baker Mayfield, who probably should have been there. That's right. Just like we got karma after the, the Bengals game, them giving us the game. The Browns end up losing to who was it, Josh McCown? Uh, or, who is it? Oh, man, what? 
I, I could name it off like a week ago, and I don't even remember who it was, but it was like a a scramble to get the first down. The, it was like the fourth and like it was like fourth and eight, and they go for it with their backup quarterback who's like forty years old and he runs for ten yards. So it was just the icing on the cake. But again, because Tomlin's team had to come out and shit the bed. Now we got to listen to how the Browns won the Super Bowl back in 2020. Ugh, they never and that's that's all we hear uh, because we lost to DTR with our quarterback that supposedly just wins football game. We got to hear about that. Which doesn't matter that we beat their two hundred fifty million dollar quarterback. Uh, all that matters is they they beat us with DTR. So because there's little brother, they can be louder and more annoying more often. So yeah, sorry, I'm trying to find out who because it's gonna <laughs> oh who that quarterback was. Yeah, uh, man. Um... Sorry, sorry, fans. Like talk, but since I have a very active voice, people are just great. Look it up, Chad Henney. Chad Henning, that's right. Yep, Chad Henney, baby, the Henninator. <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, oh man, um, yeah. So basically, what we're saying is that Tomlin. As much as we we like the guy as a person, it just seems to have lost the locker room. Maybe that's been been said by a, a former not a not I didn't say that. Just basically, Ben on his podcast was talking about that there is no more like the Steeler way isn't around anymore. Which we've talked about. I've talked about it a million times, peeps. You can go back and listen to me go on my freaking ghost fueled rants about Steeler way and it's antiquated, but. Sure, you don't want to hear me. I saw someone. I saw someone trying to discredit Ben because they said, "Oh, he was rooting for Kenny to fail. Why would we take his opinion seriously?" So, I mean, these these defenders are just any excuse that they can come up with. Like even Ben, I, we've talked about it before, but like anybody that gets forced out of their job when they're not ready to leave or whatever, of course they're going to root for the guy after them to fail, but. I mean, that's just a competitor in you. And he's already said, like, he changed his mind and, like, he realized, like, yeah, I just need to move on. And he did. So <sighs> it's just crazy. These that's, that's a real Steeler way, forcing out your guys, you know, forcing out your legends. Yeah. Uh, Troy Palomalu. Troy uh, James, James Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> who, they, who they ended up bringing back. I think. Barrier or Larry Foote got forced out for a while and he came back. So, um, I mean, but they it, haven't done that with Cam Hayward at this point. Oh, for real? Oh, they're trying. I think maybe. Oh, no, no, you're right. No. Um, well, I was just going to say, like, and we've talked about it before, but I'll say it again. Uh, you're not really helping out your, your older quarterback by giving him a shitty offensive line coach and Pat Meyer and Kendrick Green, bless his heart better guard than a center snapping the ball. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you're really setting him up for success. And that Matt Canada offense. Oh, God. Literally, someone tried to, someone sent me a thing that said, 
Rooney hired him. Um, but then in the, the same quote, it, it says he hired him because Tomlin knew the guy and was comfortable with him trying to say, and trying to say that it was Rooney that hired him, but I was kindly pointing out to him. I said, well, he said it's a guy Tomlin knew and was comfortable with. So what do you think that means? And he goes, well, just because you know a guy doesn't mean you like him. And I said, well, yeah, I know a lot of people I don't like, but I'm not comfortable with those people. <laughs> like, yeah. if I don't like someone, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah. What do you say? Uh, he's like, well, after I said that, he goes, uh, after I said, like, I know a lot of people, but I'm not comfortable with those people if I don't like them. He's like, well, what's Tom supposed to do when his boss says, this is who you're going to work work with? And I said, well, if Tomlin hasn't earned the respect of his owner after 17 seasons and can't tell him like, hey, I I respect your decision, but I, I here's why I don't think this guy works out for this team and this is the guy I would like to hire. Do you don't think the Rooney's are going to take that in consideration? Exactly. So like I said, these Tomlin defenders will just come up with anything at this point. And I get it. I like the guy too. I Nothing... Nothing against Tomlin. There's mm-hmm. Nothing against him as a person. Right. Seems like a good guy. Seems like a guy I would sit down and have a beer with and just shoot the crap with. I'd love to hear stories from being a Steeler coach. I'd love to just learn some life lessons from the guy. I I, I would probably laugh at his Tomlinisms, and uh, <laughs> in, in in real life. But like the Tomlinisms in the press conferences, um, the no playoff wins in six years. The constant times he's not had players show up for two and 10 teams, not this, this year, but every season prior to this, like sometimes it's just, you gotta, you gotta part ways, try something new. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe promote him to, to, to say, Hey, if you want to be with the Steelers, you can be the defensive coordinator. But like, we're finding us a new coach, a new new offensive coordinator. If you don't like it, like start calling some teams. <laughs> like, oh yeah, there's a whole other topic there. <laughs> well, yeah, supposedly everyone's talking about how we're going to trade him to the the Commanders, which mm-hmm. <laughs> if, we, if we can fleece those guys for some first round draft picks, <laughs> like go for it. I they mean, got better. They're, they're in a better draft position than we are right now. Yeah, and, and plus, like, the people that are hesitant about it, like, yeah, okay, so, yeah, Bill Belichick's allegedly out after the season, even though Robert Kraft probably isn't the most reputable owner in terms of, like, as a person. He just, has, he just likes to relax in his downtime in some places where, you know, you can just really take your pants off and just kind of relax and say loosey-goosey. Yeah, um, yeah. Just release yeah. some tension. Yeah, just just let it all out there. Yeah. Um, you know, just really relieving that stress. All, right. all over. All over. Just all over. All over. That's why they have towels, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. White white towels. Yeah. White towels. White towels. White yeah. towels. Yeah. No. That they but, break when they try to walk. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> look, I think that's I think that's more crazy. I think. Obviously, the guy, I don't know. I was arguing with some guy, again. What, <laughs> you are a role, my guy. What else, what else is new? Listen, we're in dark times, baby. 
or yeah. as our boy Dusty Rhodes would say, hot tabs, daddy. Hot tabs, daddy. Hot tabs, daddy. Uh, we're in hard times. So look, um, you know, going back to Steeler etiquette, like we're allowed to disagree. We're allowed to vent and frustrate with one another. Uh, we just got to keep it clean and classy. And I will never start the, I'll, I'll gladly go back and forth, but like I never start the crap talk. But once, once, once you start the insults, like it's fair game, oh, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But in this case, I think we stayed civil. But uh, my only, my only point was like the Steeler, or the Patriots still have a really solid D, and that's kind of like Bread's Bill Belichick's bread and butter. And he's like, "Well, Belichick doesn't call plays," and I said, "Well, yeah, but he has two sons on the defensive staff. Like, doesn't that say something?" Like. He's clearly got a pedigree for def- defense and his two sons are coaching and they're still like a pretty high level defense. He's like, but he doesn't call plays. And I said, well, there's more to coaching than calling plays. Like mm-hmm. a lot of coaches that don't call plays, but they have their teams ready to go come mm-hmm. Sunday. Bill Belichick has it. I said, and he's like, <laughs> he's then at one point goes, well, He's wasting Mac Jones's career. I said, oh, Mac, my, Jones my career. Mac Jones' career. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Dude, I forgot dude, Mac Jones was a, you know, up and like, Yeah, I think he he's one of those like had one good year in college, and it was at Alabama where like they always have like Jerry Judy's and Henry Ruggs and like mm-hmm. all these studs, and like there's a reason why most Ohio State, Alabama, like you name these high-powered school offenses don't really produce top level quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, Texas Tech, uh Dalen Hurts like, yeah, but he he kind of got it. He, I I feel like he learned to play the NFL offense in Oklahoma. Uh I know he's starting to have kind of a down season at this point. He's been playing hurt, but he's still I he was still an MVP candidate for mm-hmm. for a while there. A lot. Yeah. Um but like these quarterbacks aren't playing for like the Nick Sabans and uh, whoever the Ohio State coaches are and um, the Les Miles and what have you. The Urban Meyer. Just a reason. There's just Harbaugh's. a reason why. Yeah, just a reason why elite quarterbacks don't come from these guys because their teams just stack top to bottom, so they don't really ever learn to play quarterback. They just have to throw the ball down the field. It's like playing Madden on easy uh rookie so there you go um, rookie. so yeah this guy tried to say like he's wasting mac jones's career like mac jones was always gonna be a bust that right. that's the one knock on bill is like he doesn't know how to draft offense like he's pretty good with running backs like he but i mean he's gonna have like four of them <laughs> every season until he finds the one that works best but quarterback wise like he's Obviously got lucky and fell into the Tom Brady and like it worked out, but um I it's just crazy to me that you wouldn't maybe maybe tell Bill like <laughs> sorry, excuse me. Love you, but we're gonna like bring in an offensive mind to draft our quarterback this year and we're not gonna put it on you. I think that's my other that's my other conundrum. It's like all these people trying to say like Tomlin didn't draft players, Tomlin didn't sign players. Like they have like a whole scheme, so like they're in these locker rooms every day. 
So they're the ones that make the final state. Like GMs go, hey, this guy's on the board. Or, hey, I uh, this guy is available. What do you think, coach? Will he fit the team? Um, unless it's like, hey, if Justin Jefferson's coming to town. He wants to play for us. I don't give a rat's ass coach. Like, we're not passing on this talent. Mm-hmm. But it's Tomlin that's making the call to sign Ogunjobi over Cam Sutton at the end of the day. I think Cam Sutton signed for less money than Ogunjobi. So mm-hmm. um, I don't see I don't see the GM being like, hey, we're going to sign Ogunjobi whether you want him or not because he's worth more money than Cam Sutton. So like right. the fact that these coaches, Tomlin gets a pass because he, he's not the GM. Like the GMs is the cents and dollars guy. Um, Tomlin's the guy that goes, yeah, we need to get this guy in here. So, the Christian Gonzalez <laughs> didn't want that guy, but yeah, yeah, we don't want that guy, even though he was tearing it up before he tore his ACL. But that guy, that guy doesn't have a competitive edge. Nah, That's what he, it comes down to. He wouldn't be good on the Steelers, you know. Only pick the finest, the finest players. Wouldn't it be good. He want to be good on the Steelers because he has a competitive edge. <laughs> that's that's what Tommen really meant to say. Right, right. And don't worry, he'll, he'll, he'll just have Mika, his voice, allegedly. Mika calling out players. He's telling them that they shouldn't expect him because they wore the black and gold, which he's right. But, I mean, again, it's a thing that I just Tomlin just wants his veteran, veteran players to coach his team for him sometimes. Check it, yeah. but it shouldn't be solely on their shoulders. Listen, they're all grown men. They should just know that they need to be in the locker room. Uh, they shouldn't have to be told to go to the the gym and lift weights, and they shouldn't have to be told to stay in shape, and they shouldn't be told have to be told. I mean, you know, why would why would you have to tell a bunch of twenty year old young kids what to do? <laughs> clearly, clearly, of sound minded judgment. Exactly. I mean, when exactly. I, when I was twenty one years old, you know, I was starting a four hundred one k, and yeah. you know, just really thinking about my future, and it wasn't about having fun. And you know, I was I was locked in at twenty one, so I yeah. get where Tom is coming from. Yeah, I get it totally, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, I know some thirty six, thirty seven year olds right now in my own personal life that have it together because <laughs> that's just what grown ups do. <laughs> They just really get their lives together, especially the older they get. There's no way that they would be irresponsible and just make reckless decisions. Um, and yeah. That would be asinine. It would be crazy. It would be crazy to be a burden at that age. You know? Yeah. What was it, you know, like not contribute anything to society whatsoever? Just basically I, a festering black hole that just consumes and never gives anything back? Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean my goodness, that'd be crazy if there was a society like that. Not ours. <laughs> that'd be what? Wow. Wow. What are we talking oh, yeah, about I get, here? I totally get where I totally get where Talman's coming from. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, yeah. No way that these guys are making this much money and would just piss it all away uh, to have fun, you know. 
Hmm? I mean, that's why we got rid of Juju Smith Schuster. That guy, all he yeah. did was make TikTok videos. Make what TikToks. a loser. And I mean, on logos. What did he ever do on the football field? Sure, he made tough catches. Sure, he blocked. Sure, he gave it 110% every play. Uh, never took a playoff. Team yeah, players true. celebrated with everybody, even when the, we weren't throwing them the ball. Um, you know, was always accountable. Yeah, did all the did the dirty <laughs> that, work. Wasn't too proud. That guy, that guy made TikTok videos. There's no way that guy was taking football seriously. No way. Nah, man. Nah, nah, nah. No I way. Am. But we gave him a gold watch. Yeah, we gave him a gold watch and kicked him out the door. I mean, what did he do besides draw a key pass interference in the Super Bowl that ended up leading to his team winning the Super Bowl? I mean, what did he do against us last week besides lead in receptions or t- yards, reception yards? I mean, yeah, making the what? crazy catch, of, you know, against two defenders. Yeah, what? who who needs that guy on the Steelers? Really? Yeah, who he was probably making. He probably he was probably just making a TikTok. He wouldn't have crossed that with making a TikTok. Ridiculous. Yeah, good, good, good riddance. Good, good yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I didn't see him celebrating in the end zone down twenty four to ten with five minutes left in the game. <laughs> oh, in your face, Juju. Oh in your yeah, face. yeah, yeah. Have fun taking that W home, you jerk. Yeah, yeah no touchdowns. Ooh, <laughs> what a loser. God, man. I'm glad. I'm really glad that you know he's gone. But I mean, yeah. I'm surely the Pittsburgh Steelers have somebody on offense that could be a you could step up and be a leader. I mean, surely we have a lot I mean, of those guys, right? I mean, Steelers and locker room leaders, name a more iconic duo. <laughs> oh, this is love and harmony in that locker room. What a great winning culture they have there. Winning culture. Just For me, all we do is win. win, 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 no matter what. Yeah. Suck, suck at losing cultures. Oh, I I would hate to be any of those teams that haven't been above five hundred for seventeen years. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you oh, imagine? Yeah. We're, we're in the Zaro oh. world now, man. Just just imagine. <laughs> Think about the Bengals. <laughs> they were under five hundred. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've been to a Super Bowl more recently, but they were under five hundred. What a bunch of losers. I mean, oh, just it was like, oh. get this room. Just imagine, like, holding on to a coach who, like, you know, had some success in the regular season, but never really produced in the playoffs for uh, more than a decade. <laughs> Can you imagine? Could you imagine? You, you would have to be a Marvin Lewis or Mike Tomlin. I mean, a, a, a Mar- Marvin yeah, Lewis as <laughs> type coach, man. Come on, God, I swear. Some some franchises never learn, man. They're just stuck in their ways. Not yeah. us, though. Yeah, they're already they're always ready to move on, but not us. We know how to win, baby. <laughs> we know how to win. We know how to win. Just as long as old Kenny Two Gloves Pickett's out there slanging the ball <laughs> for yeah. hundred well, yards, as long as he doesn't uh, miss an obvious open touchdown and just runs it and breaks his ankle, like otherwise we're gravy with that guy. Yep. All he does is win. All he does is win. I wouldn't. I would. You know. I. You know. I wouldn't even look at quarterbacks coming out next year. I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even no. consider that. You know. You know. I wouldn't don't, even don't look for a, a young, innovative offensive coordinator either. That. Why would? Why do you need that? I mean, uh, everyone's talking about Tomlin never have a losing season. You know who else doesn't have a losing season? Exactly. Kenny Pickett. Oh no shit! No big deal. No big deal, no, man. No, 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 we're all good, baby. No losing season. 
you know, another thing, why, why, why would we want to, why would we want to keep a, a defensive coordinator, a former head coach on our, on our coaching staff when we could like, we have a guy that was historically bad and he put some good games together, you know, who cares? Who cares? We'll just keep this yeah. defensive coordinator. What about the offensive line coach? Man, who cares? You know, another yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible. Offensive line coaches are overrated anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's up to the players to do what they're supposed to do, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally. You don't need coaching. These are grown men. Yep. The offensive coordinator is just like window dressing. Okay, these are grown men. They yeah. don't need coaching. They know what they're supposed to do, and they'll just go out there and do it. Yeah, guidance. They, they, who needs that? They, they were gifted with technique. They That's true. Gifted with technique. Didn't didn't you see them out there with like broomsticks and the guys were ducking underneath it? Like, yeah, I did see that. That's I did gotta see be. That. That's got to be the most innovative, like, training I've ever seen. Yeah, especially innovative. especially a couple of days after being crucified for the off the offense. I mean, all you just need is a propaganda video of you right there, say, or or you know, like in the shot, allegedly coaching the offense. That's all you need. That solves everything. Uh, I don't see Belichick out there making his guys duck under broomsticks. So I mean, uh, he does. suck it. Yeah. No wonder why that guy. No wonder why that guy's getting fired. <laughs> Doesn't even know how to make his oh, guys duck under a broomstick. No, all, all they really need, all they really need to do is just put pads on. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's all. That. Yeah. God. Could you imagine? Everyone thought. Everyone thought that changes meant that we were going to like shake up the offense and kind of try to bring in a real offensive coordinator while we we're still in it and like. Nah, man. Nah, dude. Just throw that's, some pads that's on. That's li- that's living in your fears, baby. We don't <laughs> do that here. We never live in our fears, baby. Look, we're just gonna slap some pads on the boys. Uh, that's yeah. gonna get them. That's gonna get them motivated to show yeah. up and play. That's gonna rile them up. That's, that's all it takes. It's all it takes. They're grown shit. men. They're, They're grown, grown men. men. You know, you might, we I might as well just go over there. I mean. You know, I mean, you can slap some pads on me and tell me that I'm a professional football player. That's that's all it takes. Sign yep. me up. Sign us Put up, baby. Pads on. Yeah, so I'm going to pat on the podcast and call myself a Pittsburgh Steeler. That's Might all well. you need, baby. Slap on a helmet, pick up a guitar, whatever. Listen, if you guys are still questioning what the standard is, just win, baby. We're the new Raiders. Just win. Just win. That's it. <laughs> I mean... Don't don't win a playoff game, but just win <laughs> just, in the regular just win, season. Just win, just win in the regular season. You know don't even happen? win convincingly. Just, just barely. Win. Just win. Not even that. Yeah. Just, just hope the other team fails. <laughs> yeah. Listen, no one's going to remember how you win. It's just exactly. win. It's just win. Man. I mean, there's no, there's no way that two schmucks would have a podcast where they break down everything analytically and tell you what actually happened. There's no way that two no way. people in Steely Nation... Would have freezing butt ass cheeks, <laughs> but booty cheeks, booty ass cheeks. <laughs> whatever the oh, whatever Mike Meg said and the other dude before he blocked me. Uh, There's God. no way that two guys uh, would come out with a podcast where they tell you what's going to happen three years in advance. There's no way uh, because there's yeah. no way that could happen because all we do is win. No losing season. All we do is win gritty. That's what it is. Gritty yeah. wins. Pretty wins. Baby. Listen, DJ Khaled was in a funk, and Mike Tomlin came up to him and said, "Uh, standard is a standard. All we do is win, baby." He said, "Tomlin, you're a genius, and that's how all I do is win, 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 no matter what came about." 
Uh, and that's how I knew he was going to be the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. Wow, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you got Mike Lombardi, uh, Bill Belichick, and like 30 years ahead of him, Tomlin. I mm. mean, mm -hmm. Tomlin's like light years ahead of him. Yeah. Chuck yeah. Knowles, <laughs> tear down that statue and make way for the Mike Tomlin. Never well, that's actually going to happen. No, the banners that are hanging up at Acrisure Stadium right now. Yeah, just take down those all the Super Bowl banners and put up 17 never losing season banners. Take down the six Super Bowl banners. Don't need those, baby. Nah. We got 17 ne never losing seasons. I want to take a picture yeah, in front of those bad boys. Oh, yeah, dude. I would <laughs> you imagine. Oh, God, I can read you go back. I would, I would drop. I would drop to my knees and just, we're not worthy, uh, <laughs> Wayne's World style, baby. We're not yeah. worthy. For all, all, yeah. all the old men out there. Like, <laughs> Bradshaw doesn't know what he's talking about. He's out here calling, never mind that he won four Super Bowls, okay? With no headset. Bradshaw has no idea what he's talking about. He's out here <laughs> saying, Tom, this is a cheerleader. No, he's just a winner, baby. <laughs> just a winner. Something, oh, something you don't know nothing about, Mr. Four Super Bowls. Ooh, I got four <laughs> Super Bowls. Yeah? Well, you don't have 17 never losing seasons, do you? Suck <laughs> it. Oh, you don't know man. nothing about winning. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Uh, what a great, what a great, what a great uh, spiel we went on there. I love it. Uh, now, if someone could kindly cut that segment up and post it on Billy Harper's wall, God. you would be the GOAT. He's too busy making fun of dead babies. I'll do respect yeah, to the father and that family, but uh, yo, that was undeserved of what he did. But I feel like if you ever showed them a steal of game, somebody needs to find that Adam guy, and it's like instead of like a dunk tank, they just need to like have Adam just like throw free shots at him. Kevin Adams. Kevin no, Adams? no, I think the guy's or... name on uh, Twitter. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was his name. But yeah. <laughs> I I hope if you ever show them the Steeler game, somebody gets a video of it. That would be great. Play that in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, play that in the locker room. Be like, hey, anyone doesn't show up today, you're going to end up out here with Billy Harford. <laughs> what a jabroni, man. I can't believe uh, that guy. And that brings us back to full circle. Like, obviously, we're in a dark place as a fan base. Um because a lot of you didn't see this coming. Uh, for you and me, this is this kind of give us our flowers moment. But like a lot of people are having a hard time with this. Um, and it's okay. We should be able to vent our frustrations, take it out on each other. That's what families do. Every once in a while, we fight. We get mad at each other. We say some things. But never take the low road um, and be a Billy Hartford. Make fun of someone's like dead baby. Um uh, if you're supposedly making death threats to Jared Kane, like Jared Kane's a nobody, okay? He's just a rah-rah <laughs> fan on uh, Twitter that, I, for all I know, all he does is make tweets because he's a paid accountant and wants to make money, and he's played on all, all the broken heart strings of Steeler fans. 100%. Don't make death threats. Don't make death threats to that guy. He's a, he's a nobody. He's a loser. Um but he should just post, let him have post his... screenshots, man. <laughs> just to see. So yeah, we can seriously. call out these bad people. So I mean, we can call them out we, and embarrass them. Look what we did to Billy Hartford. I mean, exactly. that, guy, that guy should like have no engagement for a paid account. He's about to be making $0 uh, because everyone on Steeler Twitter 
hell i saw them brown fans raven fans come in my my comments saying like yeah i'm blocking that guy too so like you don't even get engagement from like the rival fan bases so like you know we have a duty to take care of our own on twitter but we also have a duty to like call these scumbags out and make sure that like because most of them are paid accounts they're all just there for reactions mm-hmm. we need to make note of them like like i told the one guy like he's gonna get a momentarily bumped because everyone's gonna like go to his page and tell him what a piece of shit he is for yeah. making fun of a dead baby uh, but then <laughs> ultimately he's gonna get zero engagement because everyone's gonna block him or he's gonna block everybody and uh that's like the ultimate way to get to these guys take away their voice um that's that's all it is it's just some loser behind a keyboard that has no friends in real life that has no perf- no no worth to society so he goes on twitter and this like says all these shock and awe things and gets the attention that he wants like take it away from him then he'll maybe maybe I'll have to reflect and live with his loser self and work on himself rather than go to twitter and like get this dopamine hit because all everyone's interacting with him no right. <laughs> just Make make note of like Jared Kane. Make note of these losers if that are giving you these death threats, so that we can all block them, or report them, get them called out. Like a death threat, like you should be taking that more seriously than just coming on Twitter and be like, "Oh, people are making death threats. Did you report it to the authorities?" Like, no, I don't want to relive it. It's yeah. shocking. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, you guys like have a backbone, but uh, so stand up to these guys. Like, don't don't let these guys just get away with making death threats or making fun of dead babies like call them out make them feel like the piece of shit they are and let's move on but like at the same time like you gotta understand we gotta be able to talk trash to each other but keep it keep it keep it civil <laughs> like me and mike bag for 24 hours like, i was like such a like, crazy thread to go across man just back and forth <laughs> just for a whole day dude like uh, i don't have the energy for that that's why i don't I don't have the energy for a lot of the Twitter interaction stuff, but I just, it was awesome. I'm just, I'm just, I was thoroughly entertained, man. It was awesome. We need more of that. <laughs> more of that. Yeah. But <laughs> I, that, that's just kind of my soapbox. Like, call out the pieces of trash. Let's get them out of our community and be civil. Disagree. Like, again, we're going to throw some barbs at each other, but at the end of the day, we're all fans of the same team. Like, come together, you know, keep it light, keep it fun, but don't take it personal. It's just the internet. Like, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just the internet at the end of the day. Like, you don't know any of these people. So, why are you taking anything they said seriously to the point that your feelings are getting hurt? Like, just, just understand it's the internet. If it's getting to that point, like, get off the internet for just more than three say, days. Yeah. Yeah. For, for more, more than three th- days. Like if you're if you're getting feelings hurt by a bunch of strangers on the internet, like you're taking it too seriously. Mm-hmm. Get off the internet. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. touch grass. You know, hug your family. Kiss uh, your wife. Kiss your wife. Go play with your friends. Uh, <laughs> in the infamous words of uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, uh, "We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. We don't care." All right, <laughs> like. But at the same time, let's take care of your Steeler family. Mm. Like we're we're in hard times. It looks like it's gonna be all dabs daddy for a while <laughs> now. So like just just pick each other up along the way. And hopefully it looks like we're riding out one more year with Tomlin unless we do trade him to the commanders. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and then it's a crapshoot if we actually spend the money to get somebody decent or if we go the traditional stealer route which obviously isn't going to work in this day and age like you got to go out and get a young like innovative coach at this point and but either way all we can do is write it out laugh at each other have fun at the end of the day we're all a stealer family take care of one another Mm-hmm. For all you that are now following me because of my Billy Hartford post, just so you guys know, uh, it it's not all rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> uh, if the Steelers go out and lose to the Colts, like I'm gonna call them out, hold them accountable. But uh, just know we're on the same side at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> we still do want the smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I, <laughs> clearly, I, I have no problem leaving my life the last two weeks of Steeler football. But oh man, I love it. But it's only it's only because we love y'all. Like we always say, we love y'all. So we're we're all for the interactions and engagement. Don't worry. It, when we see when the Steelers finally take our advice on like one thing. Whether it's drafting who we want this year or signing who we want this year or picking up the coach we tell him to pick up, like we'll let you know that that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. But so far they've ignored everything we said and here we are. So here we are, man. <laughs> don't they don't listen to you. us. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> they like, don't care. Right, uh, <laughs> outside of Luchador kid, we heard you talking about honor <laughs> and Dignity and doing, doing the, the right, right thing. thing. And uh, me and Art Rooney were just sitting here in the back listening. And uh, we want you to know that uh, me and Tomlin, uh, we don't, we care. don't care. Hey, y'all. <laughs> oh, it's uh, too good. It's too good, man. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is there uh, anything else you want to add to this delicious podcast? <laughs> I guess is there any chance we beat the Colts? Well, Jonathan but, Taylor is out. Yeah, but I mean, has that ever stopped a backup running back from like having their way with us? Now, who's their backup running back? Is it that Zach Moss guy? I don't even know. Do uh, know? I think so. Yeah, I think it's Zach Moss. Zach Moss. I mean, Gardner mentioned oh, is probably better than Matt Ryan last. Right? Would you say that? I mentioned he's a decent quarterback. Um, yeah, they still have weapons. They have Michael Pitt, Michael Pittman Jr. I'm pretty sure he's still active or he's not injured. I think he's going to play. I don't even know who else. Who's their tight end? I can tell you. Other wide receivers, no clue. Their defense, never heard of them. Um, so yeah, let's let's look at look at look at the old Colts. Wait, the Colts are yeah, let, Let's look. This this will tell you everything you need to know. So we're not favored. Which is no, good for us. I think we're like a three point underdog. No, the lines have moved. Uh, we're plus one and a half, so they it's basically a pick'em game. Yeah, but we're not favored, so that works out in our favor because. Oh jeez. Oh shit! Here we go. Sorry, I mean uh, Sorry, I was like looking at, I was looking at this stuff, and of course Stephen A. Another one of these stupid talking heads. I have no idea what they're talking about. Ben. Roethlisberger played a role in the Steelers' downfall. Like, what? 
How do you put uh, this on Ben? Uh, oh, he stayed too long. I mean, it was his, uh, it was his contract. And plus, he was the only... I mean, sure, again, he had Matt Canada and Ben... The Steelers could have drafted... The Steelers could have drafted Jalen Hurts. He was there, okay? It's not my fault that I said draft Jalen Hurts and we took Claypool. Like, the dude was there. I don't... So, like, you could you could have had a replacement. That's all I'm saying. Coaching staff to develop Jalen Hurts. Maybe he would have been great regardless, but the coaching staff sucked. We had a shitty quarterback coach. We had a shitty offensive coordinator. We had a shitty offensive line coach. We had a shitty offensive line, like, signings. But whatever. You're right. The steel. All right, sorry. Anyway, so the Colts are giving up 25.4 points per game, uh, 35 touchdowns, so they're worse than the Patriots. Offensively, they're much better uh, scoring 24.2 and scoring 35 touchdowns. So, uh, so better team than the Patriots. So that already spells gloom and doom if you're a Steeler fan. Um, their last couple games, they lost 34-14 to the Bengals, 131-28 to Tennessee, 127-20 to the Tampa Bay. So, uh, 127-13 against the Panthers, which we don't put much stock in that. Lost 28-30, or 38-27, lost 39-38, lost 37-20, So, I mean, <laughs> they, they scored quite a bit. So, um, mm-hmm. could but be a tall task for the Steelers yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Jackass will probably be like, yeah, we got well, we got TJ Watt. Okay. Uh, rushing wise, they've only had a running back go over a hundred twice this season, but I mean, they've had ninety five rushing yards, eighty eight, ninety one. So, uh, can't keep up with them. What are they averaging? What are what's their what are they averaging rushing yards per game? That's gonna be a. Who's their, who's their tight end? I mean, we should look at that. Doesn't matter. He'll still have his way with us, but... He's going to bend us over a barrel and show us the 50 states? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, they're averaging, 110, <laughs> they're averaging 110 rushing yards per game, so like that's obviously a red flag. If you're us, that means they're going to have about 200. Mm. Um, net passing yards are at 226 again. Yeah, look at uh, that tight end real quick. Yeah, let's pull up the old handy dandy tight end. Mo Ali Cox, Kyle Granson, Will Mallory, Jordan Murray, Drew Ogletree, <clears throat> Jelani Woods. I'm not sure which one's the tight starting tight end, but uh, Mo Ali Cox is 30, so he's primed to have his way with us. Um. I want to say either Drew Ogletree or Delaney Woods, but um, let's see. Let's, let me look this up. Drew Ogletree. That's not a starting tight end. Is it Jelani Woods? I feel like that name sounds familiar. No, because he's only got three. Mo, Mo Ali Cox. 
No, because they only have the 104. Maybe they just don't throw their tight end. So oh, they will this game. Yeah, they, they, will this they, game. Have, they have a bunch of tight ends with a bunch of different yard yardage, but they 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 saw what Bill O'Brien did, and they're like, "We're doing that." Doesn't matter who's they who's their wide receivers. Uh, Michael Pittman and who's the other guy? You're you're asking the wrong muchacho, man. Josh Downs, he's had a pretty good year. Oh yeah, he's pretty good. I wanted that guy, but no big deal. Uh, Alec Pierce, DJ Montgomery. So I mean, pick your poison. Well, do you have Joshua Downs stats? I just want to know. Just asking for a friend, Six, I guess. Six hundred twelve yards, two receiving touchdowns. Um, Michael Pittman, nine hundred eighty-four yards, four receiving touchdowns. Um, it was Alec Pierce? I know he was pretty good last year. Four hundred thirteen, one receiving. So between those three, pick your poison. Uh. Joey Porter Jr. can only guard one of them, so I mean, yeah. Hmm. Yep, back to the downs and Mo Collins or Phil Philip Seymour Hoffman, whatever the tight end is over there. Uh, they have the looking, game of their lives. If you're if you're looking to win a fantasy game this week, pick your poison. Uh, I think Jelani or. No, not to Ovalshi. Who was their leading catcher tight end? Was it Cax? No, Cax was the biggest, deepest, <laughs> uh, most it... dominant person on there. Lenny Woods. I don't know. Find out whoever the Colts starting tight end is. Take him. He'll win your fantasy league single handedly this week. Uh, and or pick up Josh Downs if he's available. Uh, is it is it uh, Kalen Granson? Well, uh, no, hmm. I know. Well, surely it's not uh, him. 264 yards, one touchdown. Will Mallory is second, zero touchdowns, 141 yards. How many takeaways to this defense? Oh yeah, more more alley alley packs. One hundred four yards, two touchdowns. One hundred four yards of that. Ten. How many turnovers does this team have? Uh. That can be right. So it's 166 is their turnover ratio. No I way. Don't, I don't buy it. Uh, nine interceptions. Nine interceptions and looks like eight fumble recovery. So 17. Mm-hmm. So could be a, what's their run defense like? That's what it really comes down to. All right, so they're giving up 131 rushing yards per game. So if you're a Steeler fan, that's where you hang your hat. Is like, if we can run the ball, something we haven't been able to do any other time Mitch starts besides the Panther game, this this could be a winnable game. Let's put it that way. If we can run the ball, 
a winnable game. Um, <laughs> but it's the Steelers, so. Or they'll be they'll be yeah, asking Trubisky to throw it deep to, to satisfy his needs. <laughs> the the week. Yeah, instead of running on third and two to try to get the first down, we'll throw an errant pass and then we'll call a deep shot to Deontay Johnson because that's the guy you want to throw a deep, deep ball to. Mm, Max. Coaching one hundred one. Wow. Uh, Raiders are winning sixty-three to seven. Holy shit! What what quarter is it? Third, fourth. How much time left? Fourteen oh seven. Oh my lord! They probably took that quarterback out, O'Donnell, or yeah, they benched O'Donnell already. Like they must have benched him at the start of the third after they scored again. Must be nice, but can you imagine? Jacoby Myers came in and has only thrown it two times. Oh wait, that's a wide receiver, but they've thrown <laughs> it with him. They've thrown it with him twice. I honestly, I don't think they've thrown. I don't know what Jaden O'Connell's stat is. He had like 194 yards. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the end of the first half, he's at 241. So I'm pretty sure all they've done is like run the ball the second half. And they still, they're at forty-two points, and now they're up to sixty-three. So, oh, God, hope somebody had that Raiders quarterback on their fantasy. It's crazy. Uh, I hope I hope somebody didn't have the Chargers defense on their fantasy. My God, I think my I think my buddy from work had the Chargers defense. Oof. Sorry, and, I should have left. The Raiders had zero points last week, so you probably came into this game pretty stoked. But uh, <laughs> let's see. Yes. Here. Uh, how many fumbles does this team have? Jeez, Jimmy Frost. The new NFL record. It's got to be because they they don't even show they're not even showing the fumbles now. Like we've lost count. Uh, There's just, just so many fumbles. How many fumbles have they had tonight? Uh, oh no, no, there it is. Okay. Easton Stick, two fumbles, two loss. Joshua Kelly, one fumble, one loss. Darius Davis, one fumble, one loss. Gerald Everett, one fumble, but, but was they did not lose it. Oh, so so they still had, fumbles though. They they have five, yeah they have five fumbles, four loss, and they've thrown one interception. Oh, Nikes. Yeah, I well, but. Don't you worry. Easton Stick is driving as we speak. 50-yard line. Don't call it a comeback, baby. Kenny, <laughs> he's got that Kenny Pickett grit. Oh, never shit. give up. Never, never give, give up. up. John all Cena. He, all he does is win games. He's going to find oh. a way. Oh, that's nuts. Uh, all right. Well, anything else you would like to add to this? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Are you ready for this? This is just yeah. summing up the end of this podcast, so. Yeah. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Okay, that's it. So <laughs> this sums up, sums up the Raiders game. Everybody on Twitter making terrible jokes. Um, just 
It's, yeah, we're, we're down bad, man. <laughs> we're down bad in the Steeler Nation right now. Um, yeah, uh, that pretty much sums it up. Down bad. Uh, we have we have the Colts left. Let's say who who all do we have left? We have the Colts, Colts, Ravens, Seahawks, Bengals, Ravens. These. Oh yeah. What do you, what do you, let's let's edit it this way. Uh, do you think Tomlin's never losing season stays intact? No. No, I think we called. I think we called that at the beginning of the season, right? I think we said no. I we we looked at this as a very winnable because oh, it always yeah, seems yeah, bad. Yeah. We just, we just, we thought we we actually I think said it was gonna be like uh ten and seven or nine and eight again, but we blew it. Uh, I think we had a we had us beating the Texans, which we lost. <laughs> um. That is beating the Cardinals and Patriots, which we lost, which would have us at ten wins. Um, I think we had us beating the Colts, so we might have actually been like eleven and six. But I think we, I think we called like splitting it. I, I think the Browns we said, splitting it. Like I think we said too, like none of these other games mattered. It was just how we would do against. The 49ers, the Seahawks, those are the Ravens, right? Like, yeah, we don't yeah. care about those other yeah. games because, but <laughs> well, in our first benchmark game, we lost 30 to 7. So that <laughs> <laughs> kind of should have told us how, how the season was going to go when we said all we care about is, well, yeah. so our next benchmark game comes uh, Christmas Eve or uh, New Year's Eve. So, holy smokes. Good way to start off the new year with some fresh disappointment. But it's not fair to put this on Tomlin because Kenny Pickett got hurt. That's what it is. Oh, he'll be back then. And then people are going to be like, went back. <laughs> what if we're 8-8? Eight eight? Like, let's say, let's say Mitch does win against the Colts. We lose against the Bengals and Seahawks. Kenny comes back against the Ravens. And he somehow miraculously beats Lamar again and saves Tomlin's never losing season. Are we just are we just posting the Jesse Pinkman? Hey, can't keep getting away yes. with it. Hey, can't keep getting away good. with it. Yep, hundred percent. Oh, and that's just gonna fuel this. It's gonna be the end of last season all over again. Yeah, it's just gonna, gonna be like you know what? Like Tomlin still has it. If Kenny would have played against the whole game against the Cardinals, Patriots, we would have won out and been thirteen and four. <laughs> no, they're gonna be like, it was a Tomlin masterclass, a Tomlin masterclass of coaching. Like, oh, we can't let this guy go. Look what he did. He salvaged the season. Only with Kenny Pickett being hurt. Only, only Mike Tomlin can figure out how to overcome losing to two ten and two, two and ten teams back to back weeks, and salvage. The season, yep, that's what it is. Whoa, 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 hold on, dude, hold on, dude. Oh, hold, hold, hold on, on dude. Hold, hold, hold on, if, dude. What? If, now hear me out. Okay, I body slam Andre the Giant <laughs> in Acrisure Stadium, dude, in front of all the Hulkamaniacs and Steeler terrible towels. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, the yeah, doing that. Yeah, well, you know, it's really hard to summon the Hulkamaniacs at 69 years old, dude. But, I mean, Ric Flair could do it, but not me, dude. That dude's out there still wrestling, brother, for that Tony Khan out there just, you know, tossing the old young pups around with his uh, nature boy. Uh, woo! You know what I'm saying, dude? Oh my god, he got in a fight with Michael Chandler. Obviously staged, but you know, he still, he still has it. He still has it, baby. No way, brother. Michael Chandler said, oh man, I'd much rather fight Conor McGregor than the Nature Boy. That dude's a 16-time world champion, brother. And uh, Conor McGregor hasn't won a meaningful fight since uh, he beat that pansy Eddie Alvarez and became champ champ, dude. But ever since then, he's been taking it easy. But uh, Michael Chandler would never want to fight Ric Flair in the middle of the squared circle, dude. Wow. Man. What's she going to do when, <laughs> woo, chops your chest? You ain't felt nothing like that, brother. Oh, my God. Kind of, he's worried about rear naked chokes. Wait till Ric Flair slaps him in that figure four at 81 years old, dude. That dude never felt pain like that in his life. Yeah. Oh, hold on, dude. Hold on, dude. So, well, that was a shout out to Hulk Hogan for stopping it, stopping it again. Well, you know, we pulled out all the stops on this podcast. All the uh, all the famous celebrities that you guys have been clamoring for. Yeah, calling on all our favors. <laughs> Scott Hall, uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, uh, Macho Man Randy uh, Savage even made an appearance. Dusty Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes, but hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Okay, (laughs) what if? Okay, so say somehow by the grace of God, we make it to the playoffs, and Tomlin actually wins a game. Don't you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby? (laughs) Don't you put that curse on me? (laughs) What then, dude? What then? What then? Literally, and it's a convincing win. I might I might just die at this point. Like I have, I have no idea what to think of this team at that point. Yeah. Like let's say what what are the standings? Who if if the playoffs start today, who are we playing? Um uh I think it's the Chiefs. Um it'd be the Dolphins. Tyreek Hill's hurt. Would be in uh, Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it stayed as it is now. We would, or no, How many teams make the playoffs now? Seven? Yeah, seven. So, yeah, we would have the Chiefs. The Chiefs, yeah. It'd be us and the Chiefs, Browns and Jaguars. Oh, man, can you imagine? Trevor Lawrence can't come back healthy. The Browns beat the Jaguars. You know, oh, they got Joe Flacco now, baby. Joe Cool. If if they have to play an injured Jaguars team, like we have to beat the Chiefs somehow. Like, there's no way I can do another season. Of losing to the Chiefs the or, get, or lose to the, the would would we play the Browns if we beat the Chiefs? Mm. 
because I don't want to lose to the Browns again. The Browns? No, we, we'd be the lower-ranked team, so we would play the Ravens. Oh, so pick your poison. <laughs> like, oh, get embarrassed by the Chiefs or lose to the Ravens and never have to hear Well, actually, actually, if somehow the Colts beat the Dolphins, assuming – I guess it'll depend on if the Colts or Texans. As it, all right, if we're going by what it is now, Colts would play the Dolphins. We would play the Chiefs. Browns play the Jaguars. If the Dolphins beat the Dol or the Colts beat the Dolphins, the Browns beat the Jaguars. We beat the Chiefs, which would be fucking absolutely nuts, because that would be all the lowest seeds beating all the highest seeds in the first round, which would just make absolutely no sense. But the way this season is going, everything as it is would somehow not be the craziest thing that's happened this year. We would play the Browns. And the winner would go to the AFC Conference Championship. Oh, God. And if they somehow beat us again, you just know. (laughs) I I deactivate my account. I wouldn't have wanted all that still. I I would go full like I would break all my Twitter etiquette. I would not bring up dead babies, but I would be the most <laughs> vile human being on this <laughs> app. The biggest piece of trash. It's the biggest low life. Oh, like even even in that thread about Billy Hartford, a Browns fan found their way to that thread and was talking shit. <laughs> And it's like, holy crap, this has nothing to do with you guys. Like, this mind mind your business, okay? Like, I like I told him, don't you have a fake playoff run to get excited for? Like, oh god, don't, yeah, don't do that. Oh, but they signed Joe like, Flacco. It'd just be like you and the, like that John Snow gift where he's has his sword ready and all those horses, soldiers coming at him. Like, that'd oh, be you, you dude. Got, yeah, I want the smoke. So oh, let's, let's let it happen. I, I don't know. All I'd have to say is we beat you in the playoffs because I don't even know how you would rebuttal with that. Well, guys, are you going to make it to the Super Bowl? Like, I don't know what you would say. You know? <laughs> what did I say? And what would you say? Like, I, I'd say go through my whole timeline and you'll see that I said this team sucks. The fact that we won a playoff game and went this far is nothing short of a miracle. Ridiculous. And crazy, and like you guys literally beat a team that wasn't even supposed to be in the playoffs. So congratulations! Oh, you then went out and got stomped by the Ravens, forty-two to seven. Cool. Guess you're just as big a loser as we are. Because guess what? You you're not hosting a trophy, and neither are we. Congratulations. Do you, uh, what kind of do you think we're gonna do you think we're gonna finish last place in our division? Or is that going to be the Bengals? Because I think the Bengals don't have a win against. Who the Bengals got left? The Vikings, after their abysmal performance against the Raiders, I don't see how the Vikings beat the Bengals with them scoring 31 points or 34 points in back-to-back weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chiefs, I could see them beating the Chiefs Losing to the Browns, but I mean, so they beat us, 
Uh, probably beat the Chiefs the way they're playing lately. Although, again, their defense is so bad, that could be a good game for the Chiefs to get their shit back together. And then the Browns have looked good with Joe Flacco, so... I mean, I could see him losing the last two games, but I, I could also see us losing three of the last... Uh, yeah, that, that would put him ahead of us, based on my metrics. So... Wait, can we? I, I haven't. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Because the Browns have the Bears who had that winning to the Lions, but the Lions' offense has been dog shit lately. Um, their defense hasn't been the same as it was at the beginning of the season. So, like, they Browns probably beat them. Texans, who knows if what's his um, CJ Stroud is back healthy. It's Adam Tank Dell. Um, Jets. Zach Wilson had that heroic game last week, but like, can he keep it up? He's the Browns are obviously a really good defense, mm-hmm. so like, no way the Browns are falling to the bottom. And I think the Bengals win at least two of the last four. So yeah, I think we end up at the bottom. Bad unless Kenny, happened. unless Kenny, who just wins football games, comes back and just wins a football game, then. Somehow we end up tied, and I think that puts us at a better division record. Mm. Well, how it plays oh, out. Sorry, you were gonna say you were gonna say you were gonna say something else. Oh well, oh, you... I was just gonna say. So now you know the Chargers are getting their cheeks clapped right now, right? Yeah. Well, now I'm breaking all. All Steelers Twitter right now is all these Justin Herbert Pittsburgh Steelers swaps. They're coming out in full force right now. Like it's inevitable. It's gonna happen. Justin Herbert's sick of the Chargers. He's gonna want to. He's not gonna want to sign an extension or he's gonna be traded. He wants. He's gonna request a trade. How crazy would it be if we actually go after that guy? In Stranger Things have happened recently with the Steelers organization where they've been making trades and stuff, but just that would be insane. Oh, what you laughing at? Oh, someone found a old commercial of a restaurant. I used to work at back home and this picture of me and Matt and two of the other servers just standing there with their thumbs up looking like goop. Goobers. Is this when you had your long emo hair? Uh I will be the night that I will pop you. I know, but I was clean shaven baby face. Man, that must have been like decades ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was a long time ago. Uh, are you are you gonna send it to me? Are you gonna post it on the old Twitterverse or what's that? I, mean, I, gotta... I send it me on Snapchat. I don't know if I can download it or not. All right. Well, if I can figure out a way, I will. How about right. that? Yeah, oh, that's, that's that's I'm okay with that, that, baby. I'm trying. I'm trying, JJ, just for you. It's okay. It's okay. Well, with that being said, you want to end the the, the old uh, podcast on that note? 
because it's late, bro. It's almost midnight. I'm old. No, yeah, yeah. no. I, I mean, work listen, tomorrow. I gotta move a shop. We, we should probably we probably end it because it's like what I fourth fourth attempt at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep coming back um, into it. And another thing, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude like we keep coming back like the time i came back against andre the giant at the silver dome dude oh i body God. slammed him oh won that belt heavyweight championship dude not that junior pa new japan bull crab <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, really whooping out the references yeah. good yeah, man only, only our only our smart fans would understand yeah Real yeah. Steeler fans. Real Steeler. But on that note, uh, thanks uh, for being patient. Well, we gathered our thoughts the last three weeks. Um, we'll try to be back after next week. We'll see how it goes. Um, like we always say, we're not just here to put podcasts out to put them out. Like we're not going to waste your time. We're not going to waste ours. Uh, so when we have something worthwhile to say, like we'll be back hopefully next week. But uh, thanks again for always listening, being loyal. Love you all. And we can't wait to talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. Love you. T's and P's and X's and O's and all that good stuff. Rescavanish. Let's go Steelers. Win. That's all we got to do. Win and we're in. Have a good night. Man, I'd be a lot, babies. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>